Accelerate learning by building on student assets. Explore 12 ways to design learning that empowers students by building on their assets. The benefits of focusing on assets rather than deficits is profound. When students equate themselves with their deficits and failures, they can easily feel defeated and worthless. This can lead to disengagement from school, a disinterest in learning, and a loss of self-esteem. On the other hand, when students recognize their talents and are encouraged to use them successfully, they thrive and develop a feeling of pride, self-confidence, and a desire to learn more. This increased passion and motivation for learning is a key component in accelerating learning. By helping students find success in their areas of talent and giftedness, you can empower them to thrive both now and in the future. Therefore, as you work with your students following a year of disrupted learning, it's important that you don't let your lessons become all about filling gaps and deficits. While students will need to master key prerequisite skills in order to be successful in new learning, no student should be sentenced to remediation jail where all they do is drill and kill worksheets or repetitive skill building learning modules. These activities have their place, but they must be used judiciously. If students never get past basic skill building, they will never get a chance to flourish at high levels in the areas where they have the most talent. Limiting students in this way is an injustice and a waste of valuable student assets. All students have strengths and deserve opportunities to thrive. 12 Ways to Build on Student Assets Number 1. Cultural Relevance Whenever possible, allow students to draw upon their personal and lived experiences and to apply these experiences to their learning. This means providing them with enough voice and choice so they have opportunities to make personal connections. For example, you could allow students to select a novel or short story of their choice, giving them opportunities to connect more personally to the protagonist, the conflict, or the situation. You could provide a structure that allows each student to tell their story in the context of the new learning. You could design learning where students can connect projects or demonstrations of learning with their personal stories, backgrounds, and contexts. However you approach it, the more students are empowered to bring in their personal and cultural experiences, the more they will be able to connect meaningfully with the learning. Number two, voice and choice. Even when every student must work on the same standard or learning target, consider opportunities to offer voice and choice within the context of the required learning. Can students choose their own topic? Can they choose how they will practice or apply a new concept of learning? Can they choose how they will demonstrate their learning? By offering opportunities for choice, students can tap into their areas of personal interest and talent. This offers them a chance to excel within the parameters of other core learning. Number three, differentiated pathways. Differentiated pathways can be offered at various points in the learning journey. Since not all students learn the same way, you should offer different learning options throughout a lesson or unit. Perhaps you can offer both a text base and a video version of the information. Maybe students can choose to practice alone, with a partner, or in a group. Can you offer different options for demonstrating the learning that's taken place? If a student suffers from test anxiety, maybe they can explain what they know in a conversation. If a student doesn't write well, maybe they can record an audio response. The more flexibility you can provide along the way, the more likely students will be able to play to their strengths and be successful. Number four, project-based learning. Project-based learning, or PBL, is in many ways the pinnacle of voice and choice. 
It also makes learning authentic and relevant for the learners and allows them to leverage their personal strengths during the process of achieving their project goal. Because of the open-ended nature of the project, students have great flexibility to make it their own, connect to their personal interests, and show off their talents. For instance, a musically gifted student might be able to share what they've learned through song. Or somebody who's verbally gifted might be able to listen to the ideas of the group and put their collective ideas into a concise and meaningful narrative. A student with a Native American heritage could bring a personal and important perspective to the unit on westward expansion in the United States. While group members focus on the prescribed standards, they're able to integrate their talents, interests, and experiences into the process. Number five, inquiry learning. Much like project-based learning, inquiry learning allows students voice and choice in their learning experience. Through opportunities to generate and find answers to their own questions and wonderings, students can connect personally and meaningfully to both the content and process. Because there's no one set way to get the answer, students can play to their strengths in designing a plan for success. This can be both empowering and enriching. Number six, interdisciplinary learning. When multiple content areas are woven together into one project, the odds are increased that students will find an area of strength embedded into the learning experience. This approach also tends to increase the authenticity and meaningfulness of the learning. The interdisciplinary nature of the learning experience offers context and connection among the various academic areas, providing insights into how all learning is connected. For instance, when students study literature in combination with history, they're better able to understand the contexts and connections between what is written and how it connects to the world at that time. These connections are not possible while studying literature in isolation. Similarly, when social studies topics are embedded into reading practice in early grades, students practice reading for meaning with an academic purpose. This gives the act of reading a new degree of intent and purpose. Interdisciplinary units or lessons can be combined with other approaches like project-based or inquiry learning as well. Number seven, just-in-time enrichment. Not every standard is equally essential for future learning, and you won't have time to reteach last year, address all the new grade level standards, and also offer enrichment opportunities. Therefore, focus on the priority prerequisite standards first. Then, when students have mastered these core foundational concepts, challenge them to go further. In order to provide just-in-time enrichment at the moment of need, develop a list of enrichment activities and challenge that you can pull out at a moment's notice. Since time is limited, you probably won't have time to develop these resources in the middle of a lesson. However, if you have them prepared and ready ahead of time, you'll be able to quickly pull them out when you need them. As you develop these enrichments, make sure they are flexible enough to allow students to integrate their talents and strengths into the new learning. Number eight, enrichment station. If you use station or rotation in your classroom, make one stop in each rotation and enrichment station. Since this station is required for everybody, it will guarantee students a chance to experience enrichment. And this is important. Every student deserves this opportunity. Too often, struggling students never get to experience the thrill of an extension or enrichment. Depriving them from this opportunity can lead to disengagement from learning. Number nine, playlist options. Playlists are checklists and progressions of learning tasks. Ideally, they are customized to your learners and offer voice and choice. If you use playlists in your classroom, include enrichment opportunities in every learning sequence. 
at least once in each playlist, include an activity or challenge that pushes every student beyond the basics of the skill or concept you're studying. Like with station rotation option, this will guarantee every student with an enrichment opportunity. Number 10, Genius Hour. Genius Hour is an opportunity to pursue personal interests and passions. In fact, it's sometimes called a passion project instead of Genius Hour. The idea is to set aside time dedicated to the personal pursuit of a passion area. Students set their own goals for this time and then develop a pathway toward achieving this goal. You may need to provide scaffolds and structures to help students be successful, but ultimately they should have considerable freedom within the scope of the project to follow their passions. Number 11, Makerspace. A makerspace is just like it sounds, a space where students can make things. It's a playground of making with very few rules or parameters. Oftentimes, makerspaces can be found in common areas of the school, like a library media center, and students can walk up and explore when they have some open time. Similarly, you can create this type of space within your own classroom. It could be housed in an extra cabinet you have in the back of the room, or it might even be a collection of digital resources that you organize within your class learning management system. However it's designed, it usually contains the tools necessary to create something. You might also include a few scaffolds, like a set of basic or advanced directions. Since an authentic audience is both motivating and gratifying, consider how students can demonstrate their creations and share them with others. Number 12, creation. Creation involves complex, higher-order thinking and is a very authentic means to enrichment. It also allows students to draw upon their talents and interests to create something that is personally meaningful. While a makerspace might be one answer to facilitating student creation, it may not be enough by itself. If students never get an opportunity to visit the makerspace, it will not provide them with an opportunity for enrichment. However, if you can embed creation into core class learning, all students will get a chance to create. This provides a more equitable approach to student creation and enrichment. Consider if students can be allowed to demonstrate their learning in a variety of ways. If they can, this is often the perfect opportunity for every student to create. Flip the script. Ultimately, you will want your students to define themselves by their strengths and successes, not their weaknesses and failures. If they focus on their assets, they will say, I'm proficient at two languages, rather than English is my second language. They will say, I'm excellent at verbally communicating my ideas, rather than I'm a terrible writer. Instead of, I can't do it alone, they will say, I'm a great team member. They will flip, I didn't learn much last year, into, I'm making so much progress this year. Every student brings unique talents and experiences to your classroom. To accelerate learning, allow them to build on their assets and maximize their strengths. An asset-based mindset and focus will increase opportunities for success, confidence building, and growth.